Welcome to the Hello Sunday podcast with me, Nikki Hyden. This is the podcast that discusses everything self-development, spirituality and sobriety. And it wouldn't be me without a little sprinkling of humour. Whether you were just starting out on your journey of self-development or have been exploring these topics for years, are completely alcohol-free or just curious about living a more sober lifestyle, this is the podcast for you. Each week, I'll be exploring topics in both solo episodes and with some amazing guest experts. So if you like what you hear, then please subscribe, rate and review. So with that said, let's dive into today's episode. Hello, hello, welcome back to another episode of Hello Sunday. I hope you've all had a great week. I hope that you enjoyed celebrating Halloween if you celebrated. Feels like it's getting a lot bigger here in the UK. I know in the US it's always been a huge holiday, huge celebration. I remember when I was younger, it wasn't really like a big occasion. I think we used to shove in some plastic teeth and put on a bin bag and pretend to be a vampire. <laughs> that was about it. We did go trick-or-treating, but it was like one night. But it feels like the whole of October has been Halloween decorations and Halloween uh, treat making on socials. And I'm here for it. I'm not going to lie. I'm here for it. I think it's super fun. So I hope you enjoyed celebrating if you did. And also, I know quite a few of us have been feeling a little bit low, a little bit lacking in energy, a little bit sleepy. There has been a partial lunar eclipse. It was on the 28th, 29th of October, so over the weekend. And there is science behind it. I know quite a few people, when we talk about the moon, sort of poo-poo it and... I guess just kind of think it's kind of woo-woo witchy shit, (laughs) which it's not. I mean, look, the moon controls the oceans of the earth. So if you think you're not affected by the moon at all, then I don't know. I just feel like it's a little arrogant to think that you can't be affected by the moon, but it can have an energetic pull enough to move an entire ocean. (laughs) So... Yeah, there was a partial lunar eclipse, which means that some of the moon's energy is blocked and it can affect our sleep, our hormones, our mood. So I know some people have been saying that they've been feeling a little bit low, a little bit sleepy. Um, There was also a full moon. And also, of course, the clocks went back this weekend, which if you've got small children or you're an insomniac, it's probably the worst time of year for you. Um, But for the rest of us, we... I say we got an extra hour in bed. I mean, did we really? I don't know. I know I felt a little bit discombobulated, a little bit like my body clock had been shot over the weekend. Um, was like sleepy at 9, 9.30 rather than 10, 10.30. So, so yeah, a lot going on, but I hope you've had a really good week. And this week, we're going to talk about something that actually came up out of a conversation that I had a couple of weeks ago with a friend. So... My friend and I were talking about work. We work in the same field as each other. And she was talking to me about wanting to broaden some of her client base and wanting to create more opportunities, essentially, within 
their business because they'd got some space to do that. And she sent me a voice note and the language that she used wasn't entirely positive. It wasn't that she wasn't talking about something positive. It was just that some of the language that she was using, I pulled her up on. And don't get me wrong, I'm not perfect in this by any stretch. It's really, really difficult to police and change your language. And I fall into the trap of using negative language all the time. But when someone else is is talking to you, and especially when it's a voice note or a video or a voicemail where you can take more time to listen to it, listen to it back, it's easy to spot when they fall into using negative language. So she used the word desperate. So I think she said something like, oh, we're desperate for new clients now, or we could desperately do with some new work on. And actually, they're not desperate for it at all. They're doing incredibly well in the business. And what she really meant was we've got a period of, I guess, a lull, a period of space where we could be now open to receiving some more work, some new opportunities. And so when I voice noted her back, I actually pulled her up on that and said, do you know you use the word desperate or the phrase um, desperately could do with? And she was like, oh, I actually didn't. And I'm really glad that you pulled me up on that because I don't want to be using that type of negative language when I'm trying to attract something. And this really made me think because it's been something that I have been really conscious of for a few years now. I can't quite remember where I read the concept, but given the amount of self-development books that I read, podcasts that I listen to, it's probably a concept that has been regurgitated and that I've heard many, many times in, in different ways, in different guises. But essentially, the power of the language that we use especially when talking about ourselves or talking about our wants and desires is so, so important because it's not just words. It's enabling us to have a certain mindset or allowing us to have a positive or a negative mindset about what it is that we're talking about. So language essentially comes from your thoughts And thoughts create a feeling and it's the feeling that we use to manifest because it's the feeling or the emotion that has a high or low vibration that therefore taps into what it is that we're trying to attract. And we will only be met with things on that vibrational alignment. So I've said this, used this example loads of times before, but you're getting ready in the morning and you, something happens that's negative. Maybe you drop your coffee or you get stuck in traffic and then suddenly your thoughts are oh shit I'm gonna be late or oh shit this is a bad day it's immediately goes into negative and then the feeling that you have is a really negative like heavy low vibrational feeling and that feeling then creates more negativity or certainly it's what your RAS, your reticular activating system, which if you don't know what that is, listen to the last episode about the science of being lucky because I explained all about that in that episode. But that is what then filters out all of the good stuff and makes you focus on the negative stuff. 
And it all starts with the power of your thought and the power of your thought creates the language that you use when you're verbalizing to other people, your wants, your desires, or, or even when you're talking to yourself. So instead of using words like I have to, or I should, or I need to, which suggests that you're at the mercy of certain obligations, try changing that up to I get to do this. So for instance, if you know that you need to exercise and you're going, oh God, I've got to go to the gym or I really should go to the gym, change that language up to I get to move my body, I get to exercise. Or if it's, I don't know, oh, I've got to make dinner tonight or I've got to do the cooking or I've got to do the food shop, change that language to I get to make dinner or I get to go to the food shop to do the food shop. There's so many people out there that don't have the ability to do those things that by using that positive language, you're just reaffirming to yourself that you are really lucky that you get to move your body, that you've got the ability to move your body, that you get to make dinner, that you have fresh food available on the shelves that you can just go and buy or just go and order in and that you have people to make that dinner for. So just switching up that I have to or I should to I get to instantly changes your mindset around what it is that you're referring to. And the word should is really interesting because things that you feel that you should do are often not things that you want to do. They're things that you feel an external pressure to do. So, for instance, things like I should follow a certain career path. I went to an all-girls grammar school and the amount of times that I spoke to people about their career aspirations and what they were going to do after school or after university and the amount of girls that told me, oh, I'm going to be a lawyer, I'm going to be a doctor. And it was because it was what their parents or their family wanted them to do. It wasn't if they really tapped into their own wants and desires. It, it wasn't the career path that they wanted to follow. So they they were shooting all over themselves. I should do this. I should follow this career path. And equally, there's so much societal pressure these days, especially on women, to settle down and have a family. So things like I should get married, I should start a family. If you're using words like should around massive life choices and lifestyle choices like that, check in with yourself and see, is this really what you want or is this what you feel that you should do? The other thing that I notice lots and lots of people saying, doing, referring to For those of you that are regular listeners to the show, or maybe you know me personally, you won't have been able to get away without hearing me talk about Simprove. Simprove is a scientifically backed, water-based probiotic drink. You drink it daily and it has been scientifically proven to help with things like bloating, IBS symptoms, pain, 
it was actually a dietitian friend of mine that introduced it to me last year and I honestly wouldn't be without it now. It's helped with my energy, with my bloating, it's helped with my immune system and also things like my skin. The list is honestly endless. Now I have got a code for you. So if you'd like to try Simprove, you can get 50%, that's a massive 50% of your first three month subscription by going on simprove.com and putting in the code Nikki50. That's N-I-K-K-I-5-0 or click in the link in the show notes. Is using negative language around money. I've got a friend who always refers to themselves as being skin or not being able to afford things. But in reality, it's not normally a case of you're completely skin or you completely can't afford something. Don't get me wrong, I'm not talking about 120-foot yachts or buying islands or buying supercars. But when it is, and it's a lot of the time it's it's investing in yourself, it's investing in maybe coaching courses or um, educational courses or a big one is I've recently started using a, a a gut health product which has absolutely changed my gut health my life my immunity it's not cheap don't get me wrong I've got a discount code for the first few months but it's not cheap and the amount of people that have commented saying it's too expensive I can't afford it is that the case or is it just that it's not a priority for you and that is absolutely fine it is so fine if you don't want to put your money towards something But using language like your skin or you can't afford to do something or you can't afford to pay for something is really, really negative language. And actually changing that to it's not a priority for me will make you have a certain feeling about that thing. It will either be absolutely fine. So you'll say it's not a priority for me and you'll feel really good about it. Or if it's something like a health product or an educational tool and you say that's just not a priority for me right now. It might make you feel like, maybe it should be. Maybe if I'm spending that money on going out at the weekend or on alcohol or on new clothes that I don't need, shopping because I'm numbing out and away from the feeling that actually this product or service could help me with if it's maybe I see it a lot with people when they're talking about therapy for instance oh it's too expensive I can't afford it but then they'll happy happily go out get absolutely smashed at the weekend or get on it or go out with their mates and buy new clothes or things that essentially are numbing out and not addressing the root cause of the problem and when they're still hungover or they're looking at shopping bags it's that feeling's still there. So actually prioritizing that money or that cash onto something that would help the root cause is actually probably going to be a much better use of, of that investment. But the language that you use around this, so you're saying I'm skin or I can't afford it, is so negative and lack. And like I say, sometimes it is a case that you can't afford it, but often it's just a case of prioritizing. And it also is the same when people talk around illness. I know um, Sophie Waddington, who I had on the podcast a few weeks ago, was talking, um, she was talking around finding your purpose. And I know she's spoken about this on her podcast, The Positive Pig, 
about when her dad got sick and rather than using language like he's sick, he's not well, she would use language like he's healing, he's getting better, he's going through a period of needing to regenerate. And it's using language like that, using positive language as opposed to I'm poorly, I'm sick, I'm so unwell, that will change your mindset around what your body is doing. And it actually has an effect on a cellular level. Using positive and negative language does actually have an effect. And there's experiments that have been done. So there was one guy called, now let me get this right, Dr. Masaraku Emoto. He is Japanese. And he was a researcher and he conducted experiments using rice and using water. And on the water, he um, did an experiment where he put water into different Petri dishes and then he exposed the water to different words and different emotions. So some of them would be positive and some of them would be negative. And then he froze the water to see how it, the water molecules had arranged themselves. And the water that had been exposed to the positive words and phrases had formed in beautiful snowflake-like structures, whereas the water that had been exposed to the negative words and phrases, it just it hadn't really formed a structure. It had just frozen in like a blob. And he did a similar experiment a few years later with rice. So he put rice into containers and he spoke loving words and emotions to one container and he spoke negative words and emotions and hateful words into the other container. And he found that the rice that he had spoken kind words to remained mostly white, whereas the rice that he'd spoken mostly negative words and phrases to had turned mouldy, proving, um, providing, sorry, physical evidence of the power of positivity. Now, some people believe these experiments, some people don't. There's videos online that you can go and watch. But to me, that just shows that there is actual physical cellular things going on when you are speaking negative words, when you are speaking to yourself or verbalizing things in a negative way when you could be rephrasing it positively. I think I've mentioned before, there's a book called The Body Keeps the Score, and it's all about emotion and how that comes out physically. Now, I know people that have had quite severe illnesses after really negative and stressful events, and there is definitely evidence to show that cortisol or stress hormones can have a really negative effect when exposed to the body long term. They can cause cancers, they can cause inflammation, but also negative emotions can cause long-term illness and long-term effects on the body. So if you're speaking to yourself constantly negative and you're a really negative person, negative mindset, there is evidence to show that it is going to have an effect on you. So this isn't just to change your mindset day to day, make you a more positive person. This isn't about toxic positivity. This goes deeper than that. So when you're talking about affirmations, when you're talking about speaking words to yourself daily, speak them in the present and speak them as if you are grateful for already having that. So avoid using negative words and phrases like I am 
not stressed or I am not skint and try and use phrases like I am calm and can deal with anything or I am abundant and money flows to me freely because that is not only phrasing it positively but it's also putting it into the present tense and making you feel the emotions of having things. My episode on gratitude talks all about tapping into the feeling, but essentially it's that feeling that you're going to manifest from. And if you're talking about not being skinned or not being stressed, the feeling that you are tapping into is a feeling of negativity. It's, it's still tapping into that stress and that lack without the positive attached to it. So try and change that around, try and flip it around and make a real concerted effort to look at how you can change things to a positive articulation and a positive way of thinking about things. And it will in turn create that positive mindset around what it is that you're trying to manifest, what it is that you're trying to create. So I guess in conclusion to this, Avoiding negative, limiting, disempowering words and replacing them with positive, empowering words and phrases. It's going to help your mindset and it's going to be really tough at first, but eventually, naturally, you will start to do this more and more. Like I said at the start, I am not absolutely perfect in this, but also people around me, like my husband, for instance, if I say to him, oh, I can't, I can't really afford that, or we can't afford that, he will now put me up and say, so you mean it's not a priority right now? And that is normally the case. There are times and instances where you just can't afford something, but if you're saving towards it, say that. Turn your words around to, we're saving towards that. We're moving towards being able to welcome that into our life, rather than, oh, we can't afford that right now. Because the more that you practice this, the more that you do it, the more that it is just going to come naturally to you. So I invite you for the next 48 hours to be mindful of the language that you're using when talking not only to others and not only out loud, but when you're talking to yourself. If you catch yourself using negative language, rephrase what you're saying. It is actually so tough to do this. We've been conditioned for years and years, our whole lives, we just go through life with, I guess, kind of blinkers on and with just using words and phrases and not actually tapping into and thinking about what what is that making me think? What is that making me feel? So it's not going to happen overnight, but just trying to change it, being aware of it, being mindful of it is enough to continue to just make those small changes. And what I did when I first started doing this, which I think was a really good way to just keep me constantly reminded, is to set those reminders in your phone. So every hour, I would have a little reminder that would pop up on my phone that would just encourage me to try and be mindful of the words that I was using, try and rephrase things a bit more positively. And then if I was going back into the bad habits and slipping, it would just catch me. It would just remind me to try and rephrase things. So I hope that that has been useful. I hope that you are going to try and do this. This is probably one of the most powerful things that you can actually do because in order to manifest, in order to create the life that we want, we have to be thinking and feeling 
positively, abundantly. And we can't do that by using negative language. So by catching yourself at the very core of it, at the very start of it and changing the language, that in turn changes or catches and makes us aware of our thoughts, which become feelings, which become vibrations, which attracts the things that we want. And it also helps us to become a radiator and not a drain. If you're friends with people that are constantly using negative language and constantly talking about things in a really negative way, if they're talking about being skin or things are just, you know, rubbish and it it gets draining and it makes you not want to spend as much time around those people because it does rub off on you. So we can't change other people. We can't make other people use different language or have different thoughts, but we can do that ourselves and hopefully that will rub off on the people around you and it will make you one of those sunny people that others want to be around. I've got a massive favour to ask of you all. I've been getting loads of really, really lovely messages about the podcast. I've had people messaging me pretty much every week since I started doing this, which has been just so amazing, just saying that they're really enjoying listening and they're really enjoying the episodes. I've had people let me know about ideas that they of things they would like me to cover. Just honestly, it just it blows my mind when I get messages like that. And I love it so, so, so much. However, I've only got four reviews at the moment on Apple Podcasts. Um, so the reviews and also the following and subscribing to the show so that it automatically downloads each week is what's going to help to get this podcast pushed to as many people as possible. It absolutely means the world that you all listen. It really, really does. But in order to get more listeners, in order to share this, in order to get more people listening on a weekly basis, more downloads, which in turn is what basically helps to get it out there and to create more awareness. I need more reviews. I need more reviews on Apple. I don't think you can do a review on Spotify, but you can actually do one on Apple. Even if you don't listen, you can still access the Apple Podcasts platform and write a review. So even if you don't have the access to the reviews on the platform that you listen, please go and do your girl a solid this week and write a review. I know I've got close friends, family that listen that haven't reviewed yet. I've got people that are weekly listeners that have listened since the start that are new into my world and my network that haven't reviewed yet. So it would mean the absolute world if you could do that. I don't make anything from doing this podcast. I don't get it. In fact, I pay to host it each month. So it's actually out of my pocket. So this isn't something that is going to impact me financially. But to get more of this out there, to get more of the message, more of the positivity, it needs to be shared. And the only way to do that is through you guys. So it would mean so much if you could do a review and also press that follow or subscribe button so that each week it is downloading automatically. That gets the numbers up and it pushes it up the charts and it allows more people to find it. You would be amazing if you would do that for me. So thank you so much for listening. Honestly, I I can't tell you enough how much it means to me that you tune in each and every week. And I hope you have a fantastic week and I will be coming into your ears again with another episode next Sunday. Thanks for listening. You can find us on Instagram at Hello Sunday Pod 
or you can email us on hellosundaypod at outlook.com. Have a great week.